Your money is more powerful than you know. It only takes a little, and from there it can multiply and grow. But it can't help just sitting in your pocket or your change jar. Introducing Bundle. Bundle takes your spare change from everyday purchases, such as coffee, lunch, or gas, and automatically invest it into Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. It's secure, easy, and hassle-free to watch your spare change grow. Bundle. Painless, effortless, and fun investing. Alright, so my sister loves making skits. She's got a whole YouTube channel for the skits and other content called Tea with Mia. Shameless little plug there. She even started making this really exaggerated one about our family called the Lewis Fam Exposed. She plays all the characters herself, her props and costumes being our actual belongings that she just takes whenever she's filming. <laughs> My point being that she's really good at it, and I honestly wouldn't be surprised if that's what she decides to pursue doing. Anyway, to segue off of that, let's go talk to someone who did just that. A professional Broadway actor. Hello! My name is Layla. And I'm Joy. And welcome to What You Do. Um, we're doing this podcast to expose different professions to people like ourselves who are interested in knowing what career options exist beyond doctor and lawyer. No offense if that's your plan or present, we just want to explore other options. So here to help us with that today is... Desmond Sean Ellington. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Desmond. So what you do? What I do... No, um, I'm an actor. I'm an actor mainly in theater, musical theater. Okay, and how how did you learn about it? Uh, learn about theater? Yeah. Um, I was actually, I really wasn't introduced to theater until I was an adult, really. Um, I didn't grow up going to plays and shows and things like that. I knew they existed, but it, it just wasn't part of my experience um, when I turned 30, um, <laughs> so many years ago, um, I flew myself to New York for my birthday and, uh, I was like, I'm going to fly myself to New York and I'm going to go see a Broadway show. And I was <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm going to see, but I'm going to see something. Cause I've never seen, I've never seen a Broadway show. Yeah. And, um, this was the, t this was around the time when, um, Brandy, um, R&B singer Brandy was starring on Broadway in Chicago. Got it. And, um, so I was able to get a ticket to go, um, see, I was sitting way up in the balcony, uh, and, or in the nosebleed, uh, as they call it. And I remember watching that show and sitting there like, I think I could do this. Like, I didn't, I didn't have any, like I said, I didn't come from a musical theater background as far as like training wise or anything like that. But that first moment where I was like seeing the, you know, them dance and act and sing and the props moving and the and just everything. I was like, I think I could do this. I just felt, I don't know. I just felt like that was something that I could do one day. And uh, so, yeah, that was the, that was the beginning of theater for me, just basically in my mind saying, I, I think that's something I could do. So. Yeah, that that was how it started. Whoa. Okay. So that answers our next question. But how did you start 
working towards that once you were like, oh, aha, this is mm-hmm. who I want to be. Mm-hmm. How did you get who you were? Well, the aha moment definitely came of, of some time later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at the time, at that particular time, when I uh, when I saw the show, I in my mind or my vision for my life was I was just going to be a singer, you know, record some records and you know, be an artist, go on tour, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's really where my focus was because you know I sang growing up, I sang in the church. Um, and you know, I was like, I'm pretty good at singing, so I'll be a singer, you know? Um, but so that was what my, my vision was. And it was, so while I was, I was living in Atlanta, I lived there for almost 10 years almost. And, um, you know, as it goes, you're singing around town, different gigs, different, you know, events or whatnot, and you meet people. And, um, I was singing somewhere and somebody said, Hey, you should go audition for this show that they're doing down at the, whatever, um, theater it was at the time, because they're looking for singers. And I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, it was kind of like that. And I went and auditioned and, you know, had to sing and blah, blah, blah. And I got cast in the show. So that was like my first, um, time being like a hired performer. Um, and that was like way back in like, Oh, eight. Oh, wow. Um, my first time on stage in like where I'm on stage singing and, you know, dancing and all that. And it was a uh, black nativity was the, was the show. And so that began the kind of like progression to where I am now. But even then I was like, okay, this is cool. You know, I like doing this, but again, I'm a singer. I just really just saw, I saw myself as just a singer. And so even having those opportunities to do theater, I just, I never saw myself like as an actor. Um, so like the show would close, you know, it was over and I would just go back to my, I'm just a singer life. And then it would happen again. I would get booked in another musical and it was, and, and then it wasn't until years later where I had that aha moment, like, wait a minute, maybe I'm an actor. You know, I've been trying to limit myself to just a singer, you know, but clearly, you know, this performance world, this acting world is what seems to keep coming, you know, coming to me. So I had to broaden my horizon and, uh, and see myself as more than, you know, just a singer. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's really cool. I know. It's crazy. Life is crazy. <laughs> so is that like how you're making your money? Like, do you, is it like freelance or do you just work um, with like a certain, a certain group of people? Well, well, now, I, now I can say this is how I make my money. <laughs> before, <laughs> before it was like, I mean, I do, a, I'll do a show here and there, but you know, for the most part, like especially when I was living in Atlanta, I was, I, I kept a job, I kept like a, a desk oh, job yeah. somewhere to clock in because you just okay. didn't know when the next opportunity would come. And I'm like, listen, I'm out here with my own apartment out here, I, my rent is due every month, so <laughs> I have no problem with getting a little desk job and keep you know keeping the lights on but yes now i can say that um that my career um pay you know pays and supports me um which is all what i've always wanted i was like i just want to be able to do what i love to do and support myself that was always just my dream i didn't need to be like the biggest name in in the you know in the industry and all that i was like as long as i can wake up do what i love and that pays my bills i'm like 
I'm I'm set. So <laughs> I'm I'm working on that. I'm a little bit closer to that. I'm set than I was definitely before. So yeah, yeah. I'm a full time actor. God is good. Great. Um, let's see. So, what have been your favorite roles so far? Like, I know you did Black Nativity, and then there's the um, um, MLK and um, the MLK show. Um, what we're what she was referencing was a show that was um, that premiered in Atlanta, and it was called I Dream. And it was written by um, a British playwright, go figure, about the civil rights movement. <laughs> and it was, a, and it was a very, it was just very interesting. You know, first of all, that someone who was not even here in America during, you know, that time would want to write about it, write a play about it. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a, it was a unique experience for me as an actor because again I'm coming from no training no school of the arts no Juilliard no NYU any of that yeah just someone who got the opportunity to you know to do work and so that was a moment for me to actually grow as an actor um Jasmine Guy who is an actress as well and you know, mainly known as uh, Whitley Gilbert from a different world series back in, back in the day, Mm -hmm. she was the director of the show. So first of all, I'm already like tripping out, like it's Whitley (laughs) Gilbert. (laughs) And of course she's, I mean, she's, you know, Broadway theater, all of that. But, you know, for me, my generation, we know her as Whitley Gilbert. Mm -hmm. So she's directing the show. And um, I was cast in the role of um, Hosea, Hosea Williams, who was alongside uh, MLK back in, in that time and Ralph Abernathy. Um, so I was I was Dr. Hosea Williams was the role that I was playing. And I had a song um, in the, I believe it was in act two. I had a big song to perform in, in the act. And so like when we first started um, like rehearsing the show, I would just sing the song because again, I'm, I'm a singer, you know, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just sit here. I'm going to stand here. I'm going to sing the song. I'm going to make sure all my notes are right. I'm going to make sure, you know, I do my little riff here, you know, you know. Yeah. And she, and after, after I got done with that song and, uh, and I thought I did real good. I said, oh, no. oh I nailed it. <laughs> I was feeling real good about myself that day. So after the, after the uh, rehearsal, Jasmine, you know, kind of mentions for me to come over, and uh, and I was like, "Oh, here we go. We about to, she about to sing her praises. She about to be like, yes, you need to, you know." And she was like, "Do you know who Hosea Williams was?" And I was like, "Um, I no, not really." And she was like, "Okay." She was like, "Because Hosea wasn't." You know, this little easy kind of soft-spoken, you know, he was an activist. He was burning stuff down. And he was, you know, he was like, she was like, so when, you sing, when you're when you singing that song, you know, get, uh, I think the name of the song was Victory by Love. Because, you know, MLK was about, you know, nonviolence and, and Hosea was more on the Malcolm X spectrum, if you will. Yeah. You know, eye for an eye type of thing. 
Mm-hmm. And so she was like, so yeah, I, I see you singing. I see you sounding good or whatever, but you're not, you're not connecting to the character and who you're playing because you're playing an actual person. Right. And, and she just began to explain to me that it's not about singing as like how good you sound or being able to, you know, do all the tricks and stuff that you can do vocally. She was like, you need to take all that out and you need to drop into the character, bring the character to life through, through your song. And I was just like, first of all, I was like, dang, I I was really feeling good about myself. And she just brought me all the way down. She humbled me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it was with love. She wanted me to, you know what I mean? She, of course she wanted the show to be great, but she took the time to say, you know, Hey, you know, and I was, cause I was like, well, Jasmine, I'm not a, I'm not really that guy. Like I'm just, I'm Des, I'm very easy and I'm very, so I had to learn how to evoke a, a, a feeling or an emotion that might be kind of foreign to me. Cause I'm a lover, not a fighter, you know, Desmond is. So I had to be Hosea. And so that was the moment where I was starting to become, get stretched as an actor or be able to delve in deeper and know that it's not just about singing, but so that began, you know, those were like the teachings that other, you know, other actors have gotten being in school and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was of one of my favorite moments because that put me on the the right track, I will say, to uh, where I am now. So. Wow. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> um, so is it like, is it difficult to, so you sing, do you sing more, here's this, do you sing more in, in the plays that you do or do you act more? Is it like a mix of both? Do you have lines also? Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a mix. Um, it's been a mix, but pretty much, um, I don't know, because I've only, at this point, I've only done musical theater. Like I haven't done what is called a straight play, which is just uh, like okay. a play with no no singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have, I, everything I've done has been on the musical theater side. So everything is song. Everything is, you know, um, the, the lines are, even though they are the script, they're still sung or rapped yeah. or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, so, yeah, I would love to do a, a, a straight play at some point, but I hadn't I hadn't done one yet. Okay, so is it difficult? Okay, so after that, it, here is it difficult to memorize the songs that you're singing? And if it is, how do you work on doing that? Um, for me, it's not difficult um, because I'm I'm kind of used to it. Um, I'm I'm just able to do it. I mean, I know for some it is it is more of a challenge, and you know we all have our mnemonic devices and we all have our methods to you know remembering a score yeah um for me repetition is like if i can hear it a few times if i can hear it if i can hear it i can memorize it um pretty pretty well and um yeah i don't i don't know i'm just like that's how my mind works and it and it works in an industry like this so I'm good with that. But yeah, but no, it, for some people it is, it is a challenge. Uh, and then too, we're all human as well. We'll, no matter how well, you know, a show, you'll still get up on stage during the, during the show and drop a line, drop a word, have mush mouth. It's, it happens all the time. And it's, it's funny. Um, <laughs> Cause you know, you hear the show every night you do, you know, you do a show and you, 
even though it's not your part or your role, you know, you know what the show is supposed to sound like, supposed to do. So when you hear like those mess ups, it, I mean, it is funny. You have to laugh because it literally happens to everybody. And it's like, if it haven't, hasn't happened to you yet, it will happen to you. So yeah. but we just keep going, you know, got to just keep the show going because the show is not going to stop because you forgot a line. Um, so those are, those are the fun parts um, in, in my job. So. So have you ever been like worried about it? Like, did you ever have like a period where, oh my gosh, stage fright is hitting me hard? Like, like was stage fright ever an issue or was it like not like obsolete because you are, you're already a singer and it was like, okay, this is just what I do. I have never suffered from stage fright. What? I, I mean, I can just be real. We can just be real on this podcast, right? Yeah, right. for sure. Yeah. I I I love the attention. <laughs> Always have. Even as a kid, sing, you know, singing in church. Um, the best part of singing was like seeing the audience go crazy and see people like, you know, cl- you know, woo, you sing, child, you know, all of that. <laughs> that was the best part. Like, oh my god, like you know. But no, no, no. I I've never suffered um, from um, from stage fright. I love being on the stage. I feel. I feel at home when I'm when I'm on stage and portraying characters and saying lines or even if I'm just doing a, a musical performance like singing, you know, Amazing Grace, whatever. Um, I just feel so comfortable when I'm in my element um, that I I don't I don't have anxiety about. I do get nervous, you know, like maybe right before showtime, you get the little butterflies in your stomach or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's just a sign of I, I care about what I'm doing and I, I want it to be good. I want it to be excellent and, and you know, all of that. But, um, but yeah, no stage, right. Wow. And I'm like, where's the stage? Where's <laughs> make sure my light is on me. Make sure my light is right. And, <laughs> oh, and we good. <laughs> that's crazy to me. I have, I have horrible stage, fright. Like doing this, talking really? on this podcast is like, I've been thinking about it all week. Very, very nervous. Really? Yes. I, oh. I'm fine right what now. do you think that is or where where do you think that comes from? Um shyness in general, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not a very talkative person. I okay. don't have like too many friends. So then I'm like I'm good once I get comfortable. Like right now I'm I'm okay, but in like in general, if I have to go up and talk like in the store, if I gotta mm-hmm. if I have to go and ask someone where it something is, I would rather go onto my phone just with, like the horrible yeah. internet and look up where the thing is on the website <laughs> without i don't i'm not like <laughs> i don't want to go ask anyone so, well you yeah. know i i can relate to that um i wouldn't consider myself a shy person but i am a, i am very introverted and oh, okay. it's it's a surprise to most people you know who especially who have seen me on stage because i'm because i'm so comfortable yeah. In front of, you know, large audiences and, and all of that. Um, but when I'm done working, I just want to go home. Mm, like I it drains wanna, you. You know, um, yeah, yes, it drains me. Right. <laughs> and I have to go into my shell and go home to my sanctuary and recharge. Like my social battery is drained. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm like you. I'm like you. When I'm in the store, I don't like asking people for help i think is because as as i'm an introvert but i'm also very independent and i was like i'm like bro if i can't find this in this store <laughs> like 
<laughs> then I start, you know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. I feel like going to ask somebody for help is like taking the easy way. <laughs> I'm oh, like, no. I'm going to find this. I know y'all got it in here. I will just then, go through you know, every single aisle and be like, yeah, I'll go through every single, I will go through every single aisle. <laughs> Even though I'm looking for a screwdriver, why am I over here in the chips in the salsa? Like, I don't know. Maybe y'all trying to be unique and y'all put it over here. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel you. I feel you on that. Um, but yeah, I don't like being around a lot of people. Um, I'm, I'm like you. I have a few people that I call friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, people are like I bet you know a whole lot of people. I'm like I know, I know people, but I'm not. You know, can't say I have a lot of friends because I just like to be by myself so i can definitely relate to that yeah joy you're the you're the social butterfly though i um think that's the part <laughs> like i i can seem like a social butterfly okay my i'm like i'm an ambivert so it's like I'm okay both, like, i can go be extroverted in the settings that require it but then when that's over i need to just be by myself I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good good for it. No. Hey, Dez, we about to go out and hang out. I'm like, "Mm." y'all have fun with that. Oh, we just, we ain't going to be out long. People, they be trying to get you. We ain't going to be out there no long time. We just going to be out there for a little hour. No, and then they're there for three and you're just like, I did not sign up for this. Exactly. This is not what I asked for. It's kind of that same way about like stage fright with me. Like I don't, it really, it used to depend on the audience. Like if it was an audience of my peers, I'd be like, I don't want to do this. But if it was like mm-hmm. adults and stuff, I'd be like, oh, okay, you know, they love mm-hmm. me. They're going to eat this up. <laughs> but now it's like, you know, I've, now it's kind of like you, like butterflies. Like I sing in church. So it'll be like, mm-hmm. the peers don't give me a whole lot back, but that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. So what, what advice would you give someone who wanted to, try to start to audition for things and like get into what you do now um start I would say start with your with your local um, theater community um every city for I mean I, I can't of course I haven't been to every city <laughs> but I'm like somewhere in your town in your city there is a a community theater or a, a local theater group or company that's you know that's there. Um, and especially if you're coming maybe from a space like me, um, who didn't go to school and didn't have already have those connections and, uh, resources, um, already like in your back pocket, just kind of like starting fresh. Um, go, I would start at a, you know, like your local theater and, you know, maybe see like, do they have like auditions for the season you know maybe it's not like a for a particular show mm-hmm. they may like yeah we're, we're looking for new ensemble members or just people to have in our um, registry for so when show when we do shows we can have people to pick from you know so forth and so on I would start there um, if you are you know in a more a city like like in Atlanta like a or a Houston or maybe like a, a, a bigger city yeah. um, like that um, I would I would say it's, it's the same thing. It's, it's the same thing, whether it's like a bigger city. I think, of course, with a bigger city, you know, there are more theaters than maybe like a small town or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is a good place to start, especially if um, if you're wanting to, you know, I want to do theater or I want to do plays. I can't sing, but um, I can, you know, act. And, and the great thing about theater is it's not just actors. 
who make a show happen. You know, we have musicians because we have live orchestras. Right. You know, we have uh, electricians because who's going to turn on the lights and who's going to fix them when they break? You know, <laughs> we have uh, props. We have as many people as you see on stage is that many people that's making the show happen off stage. So it's not just about the singer or the actor or the person you see, because without without the crew, you know, um, there would be no show because if no one turns on the lights, who's going to see us? If no one turns on the mics, we have sound men. We have, you know, all these things in, that are a part of theater as well that is, you know, accessible to people who want to be in this industry, not just the actor or the singer. So, right. That's really good advice. I didn't think about it like that. I was just yeah. on with the with the singers and the actors and the people on stage. Mm-hmm. So that's a good that's a really good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. We always give our crew love because again, they are in the wings and they're the you know people who don't you know they don't want to be out in the light like we do. But it's it's always so good to you know it feels good to be acknowledged for what you do even if though you're not seen. So yeah. we make sure that we let our crew know, like, we really do appreciate what you guys do. So That's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how much do you personally make doing um, the musicals that you do do? Like, how do you how do you get paid, basically? How much do you make? If, if you don't mind me uh, asking. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was really um, blunt. Yes. Come on now. I thought... <laughs> I was like, she's about to ask me how much money I make. Um, <laughs> well, what I will say is, again, where I am now, um, I, I make enough to to, to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm making more money than I ever have in my life. I can definitely say that. Uh, but I'm still a new actor in all in, for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. Um because I really didn't start like again. I I would have opportunities to do shows like um, you know back in the day, but I didn't become like a professional actor until it was probably like 2016, 2017. Oh, um, okay. And when I say professional, like I'm now part of the theater, like the actors' union. Like I have like my union card as Got an it. actor, Got you it. know, out of New York. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, you can act. There's, you know, in uh, our union is called Equity, um, our Equity Union, mm-hmm. and there's a of, of course as many Equity shows there are. There non Equity shows, which is like you know you don't have to be a part of the union in order to be in this show, and so like a lot of the shows that I was in before. Uh, we're non we're called non equity shows, which means whether you're equity or non, you can be in the show. But if it's an equity show, which is like you know your Wicked's, your Lion Kings, your you know uh, Frozen, whatever is on you know Broadway at the time, yeah. um, you have to be a member of the union in order to work on that show, even if it's a tour. Um, if it's an equity tour, you have to be an equity member. Um, so you know, 2017. I get my equity card and, you know, it's 2022 now. So again, you know, I look at it from that place. Like I had, you know, so I'm still in my eyes, a new actor and, you know, still have a ways to go. But, um, but I will, I will say (laughs) I'm making more money consistently 
than I've ever made in my almost, you know, a lot of years of living. Wow. So I, I, I will say that. So there is money to be made over yeah. on this in this industry. There is there is money to be made even on even on the low the low scale because I'm still on the low scale. Yeah, it's it's some actors, it's some uh, actors you know who've been doing this for twenty years or whatever, and they might get twenty grand a night. Oh, oh wow! And we do eight shows a week, so you do the math. <laughs> so. <laughs> And that's just that show, you know, not, you know, actors now, they'll, who might be on Broadway, you know, you'll see them a lot on TV shows, you know, Law and Order, the, you know, the Chicago franchise, like those shows. Yeah. They're full of act Broadway actors because a lot of the shows film in the daytime and a lot of the shows film in New York. So um, for in theater, you know, the show doesn't start till like seven you know, down, around that time. Mm-hmm. So I, in the daytime, I'm going to go be on TV set when I'm going to film this, you know, episode of Grey's Anatomy. And then at night, I'm going to go be Simba and be like, you know, so that, like I said, that and that's just one form of money that people, some people are getting in. So there is, there is definitely money to be made. I'm looking forward to the day where I could be like, yo, I made like 10 grand just for this one show. And I got like 500 more to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I look yeah. forward to getting to that place. Um, but yeah, there is there is money to be made in the in this industry. It sure is. Okay, okay, okay. Future Layla here. Stopping the episode for a second. Uh, I think we all know Desmond was being a little modest and didn't want to give us a specific number or range of how much he made, which is completely understandable. It also could have been contractual, he might not have been able to say, but I'm going to jump in real quick and give you guys some solid numbers. So starting out, if you're in a decent sized local play that you don't have any ownership in, you'll be making around $500 a week, possibly less since again you're just starting out. Now when we get all the way up to the biggest of the biggest, like Hamilton, uh, if you're in the ensemble, you'll probably be making $1,000 to $2,000 a week. And then for playing characters like Aaron Burr or Hamilton, you're all the way up to $10,000 to $15,000 per week. I do want to let you know though, uh, keep in mind, I'm talking about touring Hamilton. You'd most likely be making even more than that on the original on-Broadway Hamilton. Um, and I realize that it's a big leap to go from local to the biggest in the world, but there's a lot of in-between, and I don't think you want to hear future Layla get into the whole spiel. There is so much, we'd literally be here for hours. But uh, I just wanted to give you some more insight on the money side of it, since that is part of what this podcast is about. But yeah, back to Desmond. Future Layla out. So you, you've you been uh, on the Broadway musical Hamilton, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm currently a, uh, in, in Hamilton, yes. Who did you play in Hamilton? Because I haven't seen it yet. Really? I haven't seen yours. I've seen, I've seen the one on, like, Disney Plus with oh okay, okay yeah i've seen them but i haven't i haven't seen yours yet and i'm planning on doing that soon but have not yet nice nice um well i i play now uh hercules mulligan and james madison oh, okay um, okay yeah, yeah. 
that's that's uh, the role that I have in my company. There's there are several Hamilton companies, um, mm-hmm. touring companies, and then of course including the uh, company in New York. Um, the, as far as U.S. companies, because we have some overseas as well. Um, so I play Hercules Mulligan, James Madison. Um, I actually understudy uh, the role of uh, Aaron Burr and George Washington. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. When I started with the show um, almost five years ago, um, I started out as a, a standby. Um, and basically what a standby is, is, is like an understudy, um, but you don't go on stage unless you're going up in one of the roles that you cover. So I was hired as a, okay. um, I was cast uh, as a, a standby covering the Hercules Mulligan track, Aaron Burr, George Washington. So I um, I was a standby for about a year and a half, maybe two years. And then the the actor who was, was who actually played the Hercules Mulligan role ended up not renewing his contract and going back home. And so that... Uh position came that uh role came open and i was like hey guys you know i would like to i cover the role already and mm-hmm. um i would like to audition if you will um yeah for the for the role so i had like a little audition um or whatever um and they was like okay cool we, we like you for the role and and uh you know we'll move you up into the permanent role for this uh for this company and uh and I was like, and I also want to keep my coverage for Aaron Burr and George Washington. And they was like, oh, okay, that helped <laughs> us out. <laughs> yeah. So I only, uh, at this point, I only play those roles like in uh, absolute emergency because mm-hmm. um, we do have emergencies, on, you know, in shows, you know, you just never know somebody might get sick, hurt. The show, may, the, the world may shut down during the pandemic. You just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so the more people who know other roles the better pretty much so so you just uh, have yeah. to you just um, have to have like them memorized just in case you need to like step mm-hmm. in oh well yeah it's a lot yeah, that, that sounds tough <laughs> it's it's a lot um it, from that aspect you know when people hear like wait a minute not only do you know have to know all the you know your role but you have to know others and you don't get to do those roles often and you st- whenever you get called I'm like yeah that's the job that's the job some of our ensemble members um they know up to like they know like five or six tracks they have to learn five or six tracks to be able to cover at any given time any role in the ensemble that maybe somebody calls out or maybe somebody's not there gets hurt we have people who get hurt in the middle of the show and someone has to immediately swing on oh into that you know so it's yeah, um, being in Hamilton has really just—it's like whoa, <laughs> it's a lot that goes on that people don't even know, people yeah. don't even recognize. Like I didn't even realize a new actor had come out and played that part. It was just—it just happened so smooth. But backstage, boy, the wardrobe is running. Move out the way, move out the way, move out the way. They try to get the dresses or the clothes for the for the other the new actor, and you're literally like, you know, in your dressing room because we have a an on stage company, and then like the swings. Um, the standbys are are considered the offstage company, mm-hmm. and the offstage company, you know, has to stay rehearsed because they're not on stage every night. So they have to stay rehearsed in the different tracks that they do because literally, you could just be sitting in your dressing room, like the show is going. You can hear the show out of the speaker, and all of a sudden you'll hear the stage management, Desmond Ellington to the stage, please, Desmond Ellington to the stage, and you're like, oh my god. I don't even know what role I'm about to go up in. They're like, this is called, you know, it could be as quick as that. 
Yeah. You know, where you just got to be ready. And then it's, they, they'll throw the sh- the, uh, their clothes on you and you go out there and act like you've been out there the whole time. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so it's really It's crazy how it happens. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's it's so crazy. And the people never know. I'm like, if y'all really knew what it took <laughs> to do to put these shows on for y'all and, and make y'all have this wonderful experience. Man, y'all would raise an offer for us. Like, this is just, <laughs> we just want to just sow into your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun. It's fun. It's, I mean, it's live theater. Yeah. It's live theater. We've, we've had moments where we're singing Alexander Hamilton, everything is going around. And then the state and the whole theater just goes pitch black. The power went out. What? Like it's, oh. yeah. One time we were, I forgot where we were. Um, but they said, like, the the power went out like in the first half of the show uh-huh. the um the power went out and they couldn't get it back on so we had to like cancel the show like there was no show oh. and like people you know people are waiting like years yeah to see you know this one night of performance so they said uh I don't know if it was a squirrel or a rat or something <laughs> had crawled up into one of the breaker things out I'm talking about like outside because the whole block was out oh. And one of the transformers or whatever and bit something and the whole thing just exploded. Oh, and we was like, kidding. dang. Oh my goodness. So they was like, well, we'll... <laughs> so we waited because we didn't, you know, we didn't know. So that once once they finally like released us and hey guys, you know, this is the the electric company has to come out, blah, blah, blah. So we're gonna cancel the show. And so we was like, but are we still getting paid? <laughs> because <laughs> that is the question. I'm just saying. <laughs> Questions that need answering. Listen, I need to know. And they was like, "Yes, you will be paid in full for the show because this was, you know, out of our control type of thing." I was like, "All right, see y'all, bye." <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, all kind of stuff happens. All kind of stuff happens. But we, as as best as we can, we try to keep the show going. Right. Well, Joy, do you have any more questions? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Hmm. What do you like playing better? Because I haven't seen you in Hercules or um, or James yet. I've only mm-hmm. last month saw you. I saw you in Aaron. You saw me as Aaron. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, "Woof." Yeah, I know, better. right? <laughs> so, which one did you like better? No, Aaron. Aaron is that dude. Like, I I first saw when I first saw Hamilton. Like before I was casting the show. When I first saw the show, um, the actor, um, his name is Joshua Henry, um, well-known actor in, in on Broadway, and mm-hmm. he was, he played Aaron Burr, and I fell in love with Aaron Burr that night. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, his story and his arc and his journey, and and not to mention." he has the best songs in the show. Like, like <laughs> he really does. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I remember saying in that theater, I'm going to play Aaron Burr one day. And um, so, which was just crazy when I was casting the show and they're like, we want you to cover Aaron Burr. I was like, what? <laughs> That's my favorite. So yeah, Aaron Burr is, is definitely my fate, my favorite role, but it's what's so funny is like the fan favorite mm-hmm. is whenever I play Washington. Uh. Um, because he has the, the song at the end of the show where like the end of it's kind of like churchy 
And, you know, so I can yeah. kind of go there, you know, yeah. I know what that is. Cause that's, that's where I'm from. So I know how to do church. Right, right, right. And so, you know, like the fan favorite is like, we we want to see you as Washington. And I'm like, and that's fine. You know, we thank God for Washington, <laughs> uh, you know, Mr. President, you know, <laughs> but if I, if they like Desmond, who do you want to play? Who do you want to play in the show? Aaron Burr all day. Yeah. Room where it happens. What? <laughs> that song. Oh my God. That song and, and oh, the wait, music, oh, yeah, like these, the music directors and the people who be like coming up with these musical arrangements are just crazy geniuses. Honestly, like, honestly, this is crazy. Like, how did y'all even think, you know, and they're so, oh, you know, we just put something together. They're so like, you know, <laughs> thankfully in my, in my journey, I haven't met a whole lot of like pompous people or like jerks or whatever. Yeah. Like these people, I'm talking about the ones who have like the Tonys sitting on their fireplace mantles, the the Grammys sitting on their fire. They're like, oh, thank you so much. You know, we was, I was just in my room on the piano one night and it's just, there's just so cool and down to earth. And, and I'm like, I want to choke you because <laughs> this is so good. Like, do you understand how good this is? Yeah. And um, I remember when I saw first saw the show, I'm jamming, right? And everybody's like, just kind of like sitting there, you know, doing the whole, you know, thing. And they're looking at me like, why are you? I'm like, I'm looking at them like, do you not hear this? You should be pulling your hair out right now. You know, so that's, you know, we, we have those audiences, those, hmm. And then we have those audiences sound like a Beyonce concert. So it just, I don't know. It just depends. <laughs> just depends on where we are and, you know, what what's going on or whatever. But we, we like the Beyonce audience of shows because they, they're hype. That makes us hype. Um, or whatnot, but yeah, Aaron Burr is that dude. Yeah. Well, I think I think that was all of it, right? Are we good? Is that it? Okay. Well, yeah. Desmond, okay. thank you, <laughs> thank you so much for being open and you know honest and answering all our questions with like you had really good answers. Thank so, you, thank you. That. I'm glad again. I'm glad you all are doing this. I think this is a uh, a really good tool to to reach people because, you know, there are people just like us who want to start something and just I just need to know first of all that I could do it. If I see somebody else has done it, I know I can, right. or whatnot. So yeah, what you all are doing is going to really inspire um, and help a lot of people. So um, I'm here for it. All right, I hope you enjoyed. Congratulations if you stayed till the end. This one was way longer than I had expected or meant for it to be, but come on, it's Hamilton. I think this episode can be a little bit longer for Hamilton. Anyway, you can find us on Instagram at whatyoudo underscore podcast. That's W-H-A-T-C-H-U-D-O underscore podcast. If you find these types of things interesting, please let us know what professions you'd like to hear about in the future. See you guys next time.